in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And ladies and gentlemen, we are just 53 hours and some change away from the 2023 NFL Draft. And we are your Draft Miss Central, the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and seen everywhere in all of the Jets jubilation on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel, join us in the chat. Jeremy Green and and his New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. The, I mean, the, the, the expectations are oh so high now. And over the next three hours, I imagine, Jets fans, you're going to be able to, you know, support and celebrate with Jeremy and the rest of us sit back and just think of all the ways that the Jets gone Jet. I am not going to let you take this away from me. <laughs> it's, it's one of my happiest days of fandom ever. Uh, I could say that pretty definitively because it's, it's not a real high bar to clear. I, I, some of the reaction to this deal is just mind numbing to me. So I felt that to open this here program, Mm -hmm. I should tell you the non jet fan listener exactly why I feel the way I do. All right, I, I obviously on my social medias posted the picture of Aaron Rodgers in the Jet jersey. Everything's hunky-dunky. So, and then the response I got was, well, Aaron Rodgers is washed up. Okay. <laughs> Do you know just, I, I mean, and this is the just cellar-dweller, most god-awful franchise in the NFL. Yep. It, it is. I, that's, there, there's, it, to me, there's really no debating that. The Lions, okay, you might possibly have a, a claim. The Cleveland Browns, you've been good claim. far more often than the Jets have, at least recently. I was going to say. Recently. You have a quarterback for the long haul. You have all the pieces in place. Do, do, do you know what I have? The Jets had three quarterbacks that threw for a thousand yards last year. You know what they all had in common except for one? What? They all threw more interceptions than touchdowns. <laughs> Zach Wilson led this team in passing last year. He was a 54.5% completion guy. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers has to be what he was when he was 28. I need him to have a pulse. That's all I need. Okay, I don't need him to be the MVP, which he was two years ago, and a lot of you seem to be forgetting. That's not what I want. I want him to come in and just not turn the ball over. That's it. Give me just a little bit of a threat that you can hit Garrett Wilson routinely, 
Give me a little bit of a threat that you can hit me, Cole Hardman, over the top. Little little, little birdie told me might be another receiver coming to uh, flying green sometime over the next handful of days. Do you have a name? Oh, I have a few names, but I can't confirm any of them, so hey, just have to tune into our draft coverage. Okay. All right. Chad Reagan, uh, a great comment. Aaron Rodgers is a big headache. Is he worth it? I just feel like he's a big distraction. And Chad, A, welcome to the program. Great to have you. B, let me inform you what the last 30 years have been a Jet fan is like. <laughs> okay? Do you know how many 4,000-yard passers we've ever had? One. One. Do you know how many yards he threw for? 4,000 and me and Tank stepped to standing on top of each other. It was 4,007 yards and he threw 28 interceptions that year. Now, and I'm sure you're thinking. Damn, we're tall. Okay. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, math not your strong suit. Sports good, math bad. Tank okay. plus Jeremy equals seven yards. That's well, 21 feet. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't really hold up your end of that bargain. Maybe we need a third person. Not at all. And, and surely you think that that has to be in the last, oh, I don't know. The the, the 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 NFL is a it, it's a it's a passing league now. Things are changing. It, it's it, it's a brave new world, and everybody has a quarterback that throws for four thousand yards. So surely to God, that's had to be in the last ten years. It was in nineteen sixty seven. <laughs> My father was nine years old. Uh-huh. My father was nine years old. Right. The last time we had a four thousand yard quarterback. That's what I don't think some of you seem to be getting. I don't need him to be everything that he could possibly be. That's not it. No, I need you to generate 20 points a game. I need you to generate a little bit more than my anemic offense last year. And will you do that with Aaron Rodgers? I believe so. Of course you will. There isn't a soul on this planet that can honestly look at the at this team as constructed and go, yeah, they're going to be just as bad with Aaron Rodgers as they were with Zach Wilson slash Mike White. Slash, who was the other one? Joe Falco. Joe Falco. Yeah, a whole lot of uh, Joe Falco love. I have seen this over and over since yesterday. Since the news broke yesterday mm-hmm. that the New York Jets are giving up two first-round draft picks and a second-round draft pick for Aaron Rodgers, and they're going to have to pay $60 million or whatever it is. Is it worth it? Did they overpay? The answer is unequivocally? I don't care. Okay. I was going to say no. No, that they is did unequivocally not overpay. My answer is I don't care. Does the Jimmy Johnson trade chart tell you that they overpaid maybe apparently no, they did the breakdown quantify it. they did the breakdown on espn so oh they gave up the equivalent of a number nine pick in the in a typical draft oh okay if you've been locked in a, the quagmire that is a, a new quagmire york is, football quagmire is a nice way to say a pit of right. sadness right. i said the same thing about my team when we got tom brady and I'll say the same thing about the New York Jets. I don't care what it costs. Yep, if you're going to make me relevant, and you're going to give me at least hope that I'm going to win a Super Bowl, I am in. And I don't care if it costs me the number nine pick in a draft. I don't care. I, I just, I don't I care. Don't. I, the only question I would have is if you were going to give up that much, you're giving up two first-round draft picks, maybe Lamar should have been another option. But... You got Aaron. 
Mm-hmm. And who cares beyond that? Mm-hmm. You have literally the best quarterback in the history of this franchise, and he hasn't even put on a hat yet. Yep. So I, just, I, I don't understand what it is that I'm supposed to be so upset about. Oh, we gave up a first-round pick. Okay, if this works, then that pick is at the back end of the 20s. And I made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't have to hear the no team in the NFL spent more time since the last time they made the playoffs. Blah, 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 blah. I don't ever have to hear that again. <laughs> no more focusing on how the Jets just gone jet. How they bonked two top three picks in the last seven years. No more of that. No. Aaron Rodgers comes in here and wins eleven games in his first year. We're not, we're not, we're not talking about that. Actually, what we're going to talk about is what kind of a disaster is this going to be after he's gone? Because you could be very well in the same spot that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in. I mean, the the, the game plan here is very, very similar. And now I I have to I have to cover this, uh, and and I'm going to defer to the person that I talk to when I say these things. DNA Tooth Podcast said, you, you remember when you said for three months we weren't getting a first for Rodgers? Good point. Uh, uh, okay. You're the one I was talking to, so you tell me where the inaccuracy in what I said was. I said there will be no guaranteed first-round pick. You ain't getting 13. Well, you did, but you got 15, which, oh, by the way, I think I was the first person on the planet to tell you that was coming. It's not just myself I'm talking to when that phone comes out of my pocket. I, I'm not just sitting here playing brick breaker. Now that second that the other first round pick, I told you that was a possibility from the get go. Conditional. If it's good, I don't care what we give up. What I said is you're not getting a first round pick. Period. And I'll be honest with you, if this doesn't go the right way, you're not getting a first-round pick this way. Yeah, but it will. But it Who will. knows? I, if he gets hurt or, sure. or whatever the case may be. And he has to play He has to play a hair over 11 games for the mm-hmm. 65% snap share to, 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 to lock in. I don't think there's, any, there's much chance that you're not getting that, barring injury, obviously, and we don't forecast injuries. Now, what I will say is everything I had been told was they weren't coming off a first-round pick, period. I was wrong, I was wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But fact or fiction, I was the first person that said, you watch, they're going to switch first-round yep. picks. Yep, you were. You're not getting Garrett Wilson or whatever else, and the minute the Elijah Moore trade happened, what did I say? You watch, that pick is going to the Green Bay Packers. That's why they did this. Mm-hmm. So now you give up that one and Elijah Moore. That's what this cost. Yep. Fine with that. Yeah. You should be fine with it. And look, you know, was there a point where the Jets had all of the power? Sure. But then I think it also, I I think Green Bay played this fantastically. I do too. You wait long enough and both sides, you're going to get that other side to come to you. Like, we really want to get this done before that. I don't think Joe Douglas in the front office, maybe they, you know, they said they, we'd be sitting, we're fine to sit back. We can do this before the season starts. We'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think they, and that was ever true. Well, there's another layer to this of, and Joe D said this in the press conference that he just did announcing this. The 13 15 swap, that was the last part of this. That was the last part. Did they want more conditions on this pick? They did. Okay, mm-hmm. 
And I'll tell you the same thing I told you from somebody in that building while we were doing the live stream yesterday as this broke. The way Joe D drafted last year allowed us to do this because we had three first-round picks and Brees Hall. That's high-end capital for two years. You're going to hit somebody at 15, we hope. Mm -hmm. The Jets side of this, I completely get. I completely get why you did all of this. The gnashing of teeth about how much you gave up. First of all, go back and look at the track record of first-round picks with the New York Jets. Okay? I, I, there's enti- there is a grand possibility that you were going to take a, 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 a corner that couldn't cover a queen bed. So uh, uh, mm-hmm. that possibility is certainly there. This is a known quantity with a team that's pretty much a known quantity. And I'm going to be honest with you, that's not the most interesting part of this deal to me. Everybody wants to talk about the Jet side. Because they got Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. they got the name, mm-hmm. and Green Bay in large part got, I, I want to say lottery tickets. That's probably the nicest way to say that. Absolutely. But it's not just that. It really, to me, is not just that. I feel like Green Bay just gave you hope. We have to take a quick break. After the break, I'm explaining what I mean by that. You're in the sportsocracy. This is CSPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. At Ingalls, we know that big dreams don't always make it to the big leagues. But we also know that baseball, it's family. It's about building character. And as sure as there'll be some stumbles on that journey from first to home, we'll be right there cheering you on. This is baseball, and this is who we are. Ingles, we're with you every step of the way. Tired of getting dinged by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. You are in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, and we come to you live from the Angle studio. Aaron Rodgers will become a New York Jet. And he's not taken 12 either. I thought that was interesting. I, I don't know why everybody's so locked into what number he's wearing. Well, well he's I, wearing I mean, eight. I don't care. I, woo. Would it, Brian, have, Brian would, it, would it have been? Did we talk about it when Chris Godwin gave up twelve to give it to Tom Brady? Yes, of course we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. He was given the green light by Joe Willie Namath, correct, to wear twelve, and he went, "No, I'll, I'll I, I'll respect uh, your your retired number. I'll wear number eight, which he wore in college at Cal. It's going to be weird to see him out there in a different number. Uh, okay." It's, I mean, 
Brian Hall Wait, it's came not down like it's going to affect the X's and O's and how he plays. You know, Brian Hall came down here earlier like, well, would, would you have, it would have been wrong for him to take 12. Joe Namath played 50 years ago and then played for the L.A. Rams. I don't really care what number he wears. I wouldn't have cared what Joe Namath said. Uh, I, <laughs> I know you have to. I know you have to play the game. You're going to the new city. You can't be dissing Joe Namath. If Joe says no, then you got to switch your number. But I wouldn't have cared because I'm already the greatest quarterback you've ever had. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Now, I think the more interesting side of this is Green Bay. But why is it more interesting? Fact or fiction, Green Bay was in, I don't want to say the pit of misery because you've been, you've been good, you've been competitive, were you really a – did you see a path with Aaron Rodgers where you win the Super Bowl? Yes. I mean, going forward, no. I told you three years ago I thought their Super Bowl window was And closed. I said you were out of your mind. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I mean, this was always a team that had those hopes. They were They were going deep into the NFC playoffs. They were getting to NFC championship games. They just weren't getting to the Super Bowl. Now – you have a blip year with Jordan Love. Okay. If it works, awesome. I heard Keyshawn Johnson this morning say, well, you could use his extra draft capital and put all the pieces around him. <laughs> That's not why you did this. No, of course not. You gave yourself a pivot point for next year. 100%. You gave yourself flexibility and you gave yourself hope. Let's say this goes as poorly as I think it's going to. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Love is an abject disaster. By the way, how many how many quarterbacks in the NFL do you not already know are better than Jordan Love? Oh. I did the math yesterday. It, quarterbacks that could possibly be worse than he is. That are not better than That him. I don't already know they're worse. Uh, three or four? Six. Okay. That's where I got. Okay. So your high side here is is not great. Because I got news for you. Before you tell me, well, you've only seen him for a few games. If that guy had come out, do you think you would have dealt with Aaron Rodgers this long? They've watched him every day for three years. And they've pandered to Aaron and gave him the money and then signed a deal that they're $40 million in debt for making. Mm -hmm. Because they were so in love with Jordan Love. Okay. If it works out, phenomenal. If not, you go into a draft next year where there are two high-end quarterback uh, quarterback prospects and you have all the flexibility in the world. Mm -hmm. Because if it goes as poorly as I think it will, then you're going to have a pick in the top 10 and you'll have whatever the Jets pick is. So let's say you have, I'll round numbers, 10 and 20. That's a real good start to getting to one or two. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be more like 10 and or 8 and 26, in my opinion. But... Will that be enough? Will that will that be enough to get you up there? Or are you going to have to go deeper? In next year's class, if you have to get up to one or two, how many more picks are you going to have to get a, give up to get up to one or two? Depends on who has those uh, who 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 has those picks. True, but I mean, let's say it's Houston and Chicago. Uh, well, then there's nothing that you can come exactly. up with. Exactly. So. There's nothing you can do. Say Tampa Bay's in that mix as well. There's nothing you can give them no. to get up there and get, and get the quarterback. Now, 
if you can't get one or two, then Quinn Ewers will be there. You'll have some other options, Mm -hmm. better options than Jordan Love. I don't know what to think of the Green Bay Packers' future here other than just doubt. I know we've seen Green Bay do this before, but they had the plan in place. They had the guy waiting. They had Aaron Rodgers for three years, and then finally he takes over for Brett Favre, and he popped immediately. He didn't even get through the first season before they signed him to to an extension because he was so good in his debut as the starter that's not gonna happen with jordan love no and now you gotta you gotta keep everybody there keep everybody happy keep the band together you got a lot of young players to deal with but you got some old guys too that are gonna they're gonna go or guys that are gonna leave in free agency look this roster is not bad i just don't know this roster is not bad outside of quarterback you don't have a ton of hope they're definitely not a contender next year obviously with jordan love but if they add a rookie next year uh, are they back to being a contender within two three four years i think they could be a contender in a year really okay i think you could have one blip year with jordan love where I don't think they're going to be as bad necessarily as you do. Six and 11, seven and 10, somewhere in that neighborhood, because this is still a good young roster. Mm-hmm. Then you add a quarterback to it in a year, and now you're you're set again. You, I mean, you wind up with Caleb Williams or Drake May, you're set again. You had Brett Favre for what, 17 years? Mm-hmm. 16 years? And then 18 of Aaron Rodgers. And then 18 Rogers. of Aaron Rodgers. So, oh, so sorry that from 1992 to 2020 or 2023, this is the first year you have been unsettled at quarterback. I, I think Green Bay did a, a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And for all of the gnashing of teeth that we've had with Brian Gutekunst and all of his and Mark Murphy and their, their weird press relations and different things they've said, you came into this smelling like a rose to me. I would agree. I don't know that this could have finished better for the for the Green Bay Packers. I don't know that there was another way out of it to you know maybe would would you have liked to have paid less money? I don't even think that's possible. No. So no, you were stuck you, there. When so you what, extended so it. so your one hinge was getting the most draft capital possible. And you did that. If you have people saying that the Jets overpaid, then you win. And you have some people a, that are saying that. Right. And in a con- I think those people are wrong, but in but but in contrast to that, just because you say Green Bay won doesn't mean that New York lost. In I don't opinion, think there were any losers. I don't think that. so either. You took a guy that was an MVP quarterback two years ago and you just put him on a better roster with a better chance to win. And if you're Green Bay, you got away from the annoyance. Because I'll I'll just tell you from everything we do, Green Bay, the annoyance had gotten quite extreme. And for us, I don't care how annoying you are. I, I really don't care. You can go on the Pat McAfee show and, and uh, talk about whatever book you're reading this week or, or whatever ayahuasca tea you just had. I, it does unsettle me a little bit. You took our backup quarterback to do that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the the report of that? No. He's been at a ayahuasca retreat for uh, the last week. And he took Tim Boyle with him. Nice. 
And they showed that they pay like $10,000 to, to take five ayahuasca trips. Nice. Like, you spend your money in weird ways. <laughs> well, I mean, when you have all that money, what else are you going to do? I can buy all the cars, all the houses, all the jewelry. You know, might, might as well take a, uh, what they call it, a transcendental experience. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm with Zion on this one. Zion says in the YouTube comments, uh, Jeremy, we're not going to win more than five games with Jordan Love. I don't know that I can go that low because you've still got a good offensive line. You've still got talent on the defense and you can still run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't the Jets have something similar last year? And they weren't great. Yeah. I mean, you started out the season well, but then that was, you know, the, the slew of backup quarterbacks that you got. I mean, play. you played four quarterbacks in a year. So uh, even if one of them was sure. league average, which Mike White was a little better than that, unfortunately, now in Miami. The question is. But Aaron Rodgers has made me feel forget all about Mike White. But but in, in, in return to that, is Jordan Love an average quarterback? No. Oh. I would say no. No. But now you have the draft capital to 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 do really whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. So it's the ultimate win-win. And now we don't have to talk about when this is going to happen. Yeah. Now we can just talk about how high did the New York Jets rank in the AFC. And that, boys and girls, is called a segue. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM at 1400. We'll be right back. Siren song of the sea beckons with a bounteous treasure and a desire that must be fulfilled. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. This is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. And let's go to the college gridiron where this past weekend the Colorado Buffaloes had their spring game. And it was pretty well. Some good write-ups about the game and some of the prospects going forward into the next year. Um, 
problem is half that team apparently not going to be hanging around for the actual season. Remember when Deion Sanders took the Colorado job and then he shows up first thing in the locker room and tells all the guys like right after their season had just ended, um, hey, uh, y'all might want to jump in the portal because I'm bringing some Louis Vuitton luggage with me. And the more of y'all that jump, the more room you make on this roster. Well, apparently the spring season didn't go as well for a bunch of them as they had probably hoped. Oh, I mean, except the guy that led them in receiving yards in the uh, spring game, who is also in the portal. Well, and that's and 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 that's that's part of the head scratcher for me. Is it's like I expected to see a lot of turnover with this team. Obviously, when the coach comes in and says, "Hey, there's going to be a lot of turnover," you shouldn't be shocked when it happens. But then you go through all of spring practices. The spring game is the culmination of the spring practices. And then they since that game, they've had 18 players enter the transfer portal. It's just weird, including their two top receivers from last year. And Dion said, uh, there's not a whole lot here that if it's not glued to the ground, I'm probably going to be replacing it. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, he brought Shadour with him. His, uh, his son is the quarterback of the team, Travis Hunter, who was the number one recruit last year. He came with him as well. He's going to get anybody he wants. Basically. It's not like he's not gonna, he, he's going to have a hard time finding guys to fill these slots from the 18 that are, that are leaving. No, I mean, it, it's going to be just fine. Dion told everybody after the game, you can expect there's going to be a very different looking team on the field this fall than what you just saw. And then within a week, we've got our answer. 18 guys from the Colorado football team have entered the transfer portal. Well, the the story of the day, obviously, is the Aaron Rodgers trade. Yes. There has been a very, I, I will say, I'll say petty but not unexpected response in Green Bay. As you do in a in a in a city with a professional sports team, there were many things around the city that were Aaron Rodgers themed. One of them was a mural that said King of the North and had a picture of Aaron Rodgers with a little crown on his head. Don't ask me why this hasn't been painted over before. Artists started painting over it. According to Kyle Malzahn of WFRV News, six minutes after the trade broke, what do you think they replaced it with? I don't know. It's a so they completely painted the wall black, and now there's a skull right in the middle of that wall. Okay, I don't know what they're planning on doing from here, but now you went from King of the North to Macbeth. <laughs> It, that's so it, like really i mean throw up a jordan love mural you can paint over that in a year yeah no, it's not i mean that's the sign of what's to come death death to all who enter here because it's not gonna be pretty in green bay this no year. it's not and to me that's to me that's one of the big questions can they can they keep it all together can they keep it from spiraling out of control it's one of the best front offices historically i mean over the last what do we say 40 years they've been a hell of a hell of a franchise so maybe they can regroup maybe they can't we'll just have to wait and see where does the green bay new york jets trade put the new york jets 
going into next year. We've already talked about how Green Bay is going to be, you know, irrelevant basically when it comes to chasing down a division title or whatever with Jordan Love. I think it was Adam Black that asked in the comments earlier on YouTube, thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join the chat as well. But Adam Black said, uh, who finishes higher in the division next year, in their division next year, the Jets or the Panthers? And right off the top of my head, I want to say same, but it's going to be much different. It'll be, they'll both finish second in their divisions, but it'll be completely different stories. Like the Jets will have the, you know, the ticked off Aaron Rodgers out to prove himself good year. Not saying the Panthers are going to have a bad year, but one is going to be just behind a Super Bowl favorite. And the other one's going to be behind the Atlanta Falcons. What happened? One of these things is not like the other. What happened the last time we saw angry Aaron? He won an MVP. He won an MVP. Mm-hmm. Twice. I, 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 you know, I've been asked this question several times. Where would you put the Jets in the AFC East first? First. Who has a better defense than them right now in that division? Nobody. Buffalo Bills lost their signal caller. They have two aging safeties. And the corners aren't very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you can get after the quarterback. Hey, uh, secret time. So can the Jets. Miami. Um, okay. You have two really fast receivers. Uh, you have a quarterback that I trust very little. Uh, that is one bad hit away from not being in this league anymore. Mm-hmm. And defensively, you're not even in the same ballpark. I, I mean, to me, they're the favorite in the AFC East. I, I would still have them comfortably behind the Chiefs, behind the Chargers. And then it gets kind of more difficult from there because, the, to me, the Chiefs and the Chargers are two best teams in the AFC. Do you disagree with anything I just said? No. Then there is a a a, a glob of Bills, Jets, Dolphins. Wait, wait. You said Chiefs and the Chargers? Chiefs and the Chargers are two best teams in the AFC. Man. Bengals. Oh, and then in the Bengals. Sorry, uh, I knew I was forgetting one. <laughs> Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals are the three best teams in the AFC. Then there is a glob of Bills, Jets, Dolphins. I would say the Browns. I'm not sure I wouldn't put the Steelers in that. And the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. One of you is going to miss the playoffs. Actually, two of you are going to miss the playoffs. Am I? Would I be stunned if it was the Jets? No. See, I feel I like wouldn't it- be stunned if it was any of the teams I just said. Mm-hmm. I'm more hesitant on uh, on the on the Chargers than ever before. You know, I was heavy on them last year. Not necessarily to win the division, but to turn things around. Now, they did make the playoffs, but I don't think they've jumped into that elite category just yet. I like the addition of Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, which is the biggest change that they've had. And yes, that will have an impact, but I don't know that I'm ready to put them there. In the AFC hierarchy, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals in a tier by themselves. And then you've got like a contender tier. That includes the Bills, the Jets, the Chargers. I think that's my top five. Maybe in that order. I keep flipping back. I still have the Bills ahead of you. Just based on the fact that they've been together. They know the game plan. They know how to win together. That's one thing that New York is not going to have. You got to learn how to play together. And that can be a, that can be growing pains. 
it can be of the coaches can be right the coaching staff's got to get used to aaron aaron's got to get used to them everybody wants to you know well nathaniel hackett's there everything's just gonna be fine is it though is it really gonna be just fine nathaniel hackett takes over the play calling when he's had the play calling duties he's never been good denver wasn't good jacksonville wasn't good when he was under doug marone uh was he with the lions as well i think uh he was with the jaguars he was with the packers and the broncos broncos yeah yeah i think the jaguars was the one you missed no either way it, he Whatever. had a couple right he he's had a few spots where he's the play caller when he was in green bay and that offense was good that wasn't necessarily him matt lafleur does a lot of the, the the designing of the plays and the play calling especially so i don't know that it's just gonna be hunky spunky right out the gate I DNA Tooth Podcast said we're uh, uh, that we're being prisoners of the moment. All right, let me let, let me give you a little stat. The New York Jets finished seven and ten last year. They also lost six in a row to end the season mm-hmm. against at that were at Minnesota, at Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle, Miami. You know what? Every one of those teams has in common. What's that? Except one. What's that? Don't make playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're all pretty good. Uh, from week four on, how many times did they throw for 252 yards in a game? The Jets? Mm-hmm. In 13 games. Once. Four. Okay. 240 yards is uh, 30 below anybody in the league that's not Chicago. Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand how bad this offense was. And you can call me a prisoner of the moment. You can call me wherever you want to. I watch this every second of every day. Every week. I wa- I did not miss a play of the New York Jets all year. And you know what I thought consistently? If this offense was even average, this is a playoff team. Mm-hmm. With Zach Wilson. Now, the AFC is a gauntlet. It's a gauntlet. I just said they could easily miss the playoffs. And it wouldn't shock me at all. And these people that are saying, oh, like, if they don't win the Super Bowl, this was a bust. I, I I can't really wrap my brain around that thought. So if you don't win the Super Bowl, it, so what are you supposed to do? Let's just line it up with Ryan Tannehill. It's the same thing. Yeah. I, it's just, it's it's so funny to me. When you have a roster that you have built to this point, and they have done a good job of building this roster. Yes, they have. Still has holes. Still needs things. Got two picks uh, over the course of the first two days of the draft. And the uh, hope is that you had a couple playmakers. You, you didn't really have – what was the alternative here? I, I, I've heard several people that, well, they should have gone further in on Derek Carr. Do, do you realize where Derek Carr would be in the pantheon of quarterbacks in the AFC? He would be the easily third-best quarterback in your own division. I saw somebody say that about Aaron Rodgers today, and I laughed oh, mightily. It, it, look, I, I, and I'm just—I'm going to say this on the uh, on the on the opposite side. You call me a homer, you can say I'm a, a a jet that just wants to be happy. There are a slew of you that are just Aaron Rodgers haters, and it makes some of the things you say really stupid, like unbelievably painfully stupid. He was not particularly good last year. Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with you in any way. I'm not. Your defense was also pathetic at for extended periods of time. And it just seems to me that we're forgetting exactly how good this guy is, 
has been, and probably will continue to be. And it's, he's thrown double-digit interceptions three times in his career. Mm -hmm. And two of them were in two of his first three years as a starter. Yep, I was going to say, one of them was last year, right? Yes. He had 12 or something last year. Oh, now let me uh, just, uh, I'll go one step further. As bad as Aaron Rodgers was last year, his last season with the Green Bay Packers would be the fourth best season in Jets history. Think about what I just said. The god-awful thing that you were ready to run him out of town on a rail over. There have been three seasons in Jets history that were better than that. Our bar ain't that high. I I mean, this is the first time I've had any hope for this team. I'm not going to say any. I've had playoff hope a couple times in the last little bit over a decade. Mm -hmm. But not much. As soon as the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing fell apart, that that season that they lost to Buffalo and it missed the playoffs, and they missed the playoffs, that was probably the last time I had any hope whatsoever. There's been a lot of Adam Gase, Todd Bowles, Zach Wilson, Mark Sanchez. I mean, I could do this for 20 solid minutes. It may not work. There are a slew of things in, in this league that don't work, especially in the AFC. But you have to take the swing. Mm-hmm. Because because what was the alternative? Right. If you don't take your swing, you'll never know. It's one of those things that, you know, we as parents, we talk to our kids about this all the time. When do you take your swing? You take your swing when your chances are the best. And it's never been better for the Jets. They've never had all of the pieces in place like this. When you got Brett Favre, what was that, 13 years ago? That team was that team was pretty good. They were they were they were okay, but they weren't. And then Brett's they arm fell off. Second best defense in the league, kind of kind of good. And from week three good. on, last year, that's what the Jets were. Mm-hmm. They gave up one point four six points per possession mm-hmm. after week three of last year. That's incredible. And oh, and by the way, that's with an offense that was doing absolutely nothing to help you. Mm-hmm. And if the offense, right, the offense put them in bad field position constantly, Which and they still hundred percent plays into that, right? And they and and they still were right there. And when you're you br- the, and you're bringing back the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. It's the third time that's ever happened in the history of the league, and second time it's happened in the modern era. Oh, and by the way, you had a third that would have won rookie of the year had he not gotten hurt. So, yeah, this is a pretty good roster. Whether you like it or not, I know the Jets are a fun little punching bag. This is a pretty good roster. And you just added a quarterback that, all right, let's say you think his arm has regressed 70 to 70% of what it was. That's still pretty good. Yep. And it's not going to be asked to do what he did in his heyday. All right, let me just, I'm, I'm curious. If you had to set the line on number of yards Aaron Rodgers throws for next year, where would you put it? 30. You're doing it wrong if it starts with a th. Really? Do you know how many quarterbacks in the NFL threw for 4,000 yards last year? No. It was a lot. Was it a lot? I'll have to pull up the actual list to tell you the number, but it was a slew of them. Yeah, I was going to go 37. Let's see. Uh, last year, there were nine quarterbacks in the NFL that threw for 4,000 yards, and there were only roughly 12 that played 17 games. 
if that tells you anything. Wow. All right. So what would you give it to us quick? Put the number 4250. on. 42.50. 42.50. That would have been good for ninth in the league last year. And I would say that's probably his floor. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. When we come back for the break, Jeremy's got his bangers for another night of first round action in the NBA. And then Sports Center update. And we'll continue the talk here on ESPN Asheville. The siren song of the sea beckons with a bounteous treasure and a desire that must be fulfilled. Here's your seafood order, Mr. Willem. Well, did you get me a wild sashimi tuna? Yes, sir. And the Charleston crab cake, bourbon salmon, and wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa? It's all in the bag. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Yeah! Every Friday. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Coffee's the closers home. Get on the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Another day means we're one day closer to this disaster of a first round coming to an end. The drama in this round has been limited to two of the eight series and seeing how many different ways I can catch a bad beat while still being right. We got some big numbers tonight, and I'll try to navigate them to make this a profitable Tuesday night. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. The Boston Celtics are a 13-point favorite tonight at home against the Atlanta Hawks. Over-unders, 231. We have no Deontay Murray tonight after he made contact with an official in Game 4. That really makes this even tougher to pick. Don't get me wrong, Boston's going to win and win by a lot, but I'm more nervous of the late backdoor cover in a blowout than ever before. The Celtics have absolutely blown the doors off the Hawks in this series and will continue to do so tonight. They're averaging 12 more points a game in the paint this series than they have over the year, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have gotten anything and everything they want. Boston's going to win this game. It's just a question of by how much. Now, for the total. Atlanta's been held under 100 points exactly four times all season, and I'm not sure they could keep Boston below 125 if the NBA let them play eight players at a time. I'm going heavy on the over 231 and lighter on the Celtics giving the 13. Next, my Denver Nuggets are a 10-point favorite at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Over-unders, 220.5. This is a much easier prognostication. The Nuggets have dominated this series. They're practically unstoppable at home, and they do not want to have to go back to Minnesota with a date looming with the Suns on the horizon. 
Jamal Murray has annihilated the Wolves, and Nikola Jokic hasn't been too shabby himself. Minnesota's just so clunky defensively that I can't figure out a way this game doesn't end a lot to a little. My NBA champion Nuggets win convincingly. I'll give the 10, and I'm going under the 220.5 in a game that should be pretty out of control by the start of the fourth. And finally, the Los Angeles Clippers are a 12.5 point dog tonight at Phoenix over under is 224. What is that saying about the definition of insanity? Oh yeah, you keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Yeah, I still haven't learned that lesson. After this season, I trust a politician to keep their promises more than I trust Kawhi Leonard to do anything. Somehow, he is always hurt when the Clips need him the most, and tonight's no different. That being said, this number is straight-up disrespectful. The Clippers are still good enough to at least keep this close, and I think they do just that tonight. Phoenix is going to win and close this series out. I actually have no doubt about that in any of the three games tonight. They all end tonight. But history tells me one of these dogs is going to cover that number, and I think that'll be the Clippers plus 12.5, and and I'm going over the 224. For more, follow us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, Great on Green is brought to you by Ingles Markets. Love the savings with Ingles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingles Supermarkets. You are in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. And the Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. You'll also get that alert when we go live for each and every pick of the 2023 NFL Draft. Uh, And I promise whatever is happening with the stream that makes it look like it's dubbed like an old Godzilla movie, I will have fixed by Thursday. (laughs) Not sure what's going on there. I don't know. You ever have one of those days where everything you touch breaks? Yes. That's been my today. Like just everything I've done has gone to to hell in a handbasket, and it, mine started first thing this morning when I accidentally I when I accidentally called nine one one this morning. I can't the, believe you've never done that before. <laughs> I've never done I did that it before. Turning my alarm off, and they <laughs> called me. Same thing. That's a, you talk about an unsettling. When you were asleep thirteen seconds ago, oh yeah, and you answer your phone, and it nine one one. What's your emergency? What is happening right now? I, I don't know. It's, I was, I'm not cognitive until I've had coffee and nicotine. And I, I need a lot of things before I can cognitively talk to you. I was in the car driving, just trying to collect my thoughts, you know, get the day going. And then all of a sudden an alarm started going off on my speakers and I had no clue what was going on. I looked down and it was going to nine one one. No, no, sir. Let's hang that up so yeah i get the feeling accidentally hit that emergency call button on your cell phone i guess i guess i can say i'm part of the group that's done it now it scared the bejesus out of me now here's my question are you of the group that is falling for will levis today for will levis going number one overall in the draft no sir so his odds in in 24 hours have gone from plus four thousand to plus 400 do you know why but for why there is a reddit account 
We do not know whose account it is, but a Reddit account put out earlier today that Will Levis is telling his friends and family that he's going number one to the Carolina Panthers. Now, is this like that time that I told my parents I was going to go to Carolina and become a doctor? No, (laughs) nobody would have believed that. (laughs) Dr. Tank. Uh, Doc, why are you five foot four? Uh, It happens. Let me uh, allow me to list the number of reasons that this means absolutely nothing. First of all, if you want to follow the betting markets, notice that Bryce Young is still minus 1600. Now, if you want to know what that means by percentage points, I would say the betting markets would not give you better than minus 2000 that the sun was going to come up tomorrow. Because you just never know. Things can happen. Right. Minus 1,600 means that Vegas has about a 99.999% probability that Bryce Young goes one. Mm -hmm. Now, why did the number move to plus 400? I, I ask a simple question. Have you ever been to Vegas, Atlantic City, uh, uh, Harris Cherokee Casino. Have you been to any place where gambling is allowed? I feel like a lot of us have. Have you ever noticed that they tend to have very nice fixtures and everything in it is very nice? Absolutely. Do you know why? Because there are some people that gamble irresponsibly. And that's what Will Levis at plus 400 is. So dropping the number to plus 400... Because they knew more action. They knew they would get, well, it's not even, all right, now we're getting into like bookmaking 101. See, uh, because that, that so as soon as that story came out, they gave it some credence by moving the number. It means absolutely nothing because they know as easily as I do. I don't care what number I put on it that Will Levis is going one. If you're betting it, you're just handing me money. Bryce Young's going one, Mm -hmm. period. Mm-hmm. There is no debate. There is no, uh, it, so long as Bryce Young is of this planet at 8.09 on Thursday, Roger Goodell is going to walk out with a card that has his name on it. And then you're going to hear, rawr, 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 selects Bryce Young. Yep. Period. Mm-hmm. Now, they move the number because it gives credence to the report of, well, I mean, you never know. We want to protect ourselves. And they're protecting themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because at plus 4,000, that hurts. Ask any of the people that took Trayvon Walker with me last year at plus 2,200. Because I did it for a lot. I was going to say, there's, I mean, from Vegas's standpoint, is this them admitting there's a chance? No. That it this happens. is them going, hey, you know, you, you know what's fun? When people panic, when we do things. The same thing happened. On Saturday, right. when they moved him the, to the favorite to go number two. Mm-hmm. Do you know why they did that? Because a report came out that Houston, well, you know, Houston might really like to take a quarterback, and they're not sold on Anthony Richardson, and they have qualms with C.J. Stroud because he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson, and that left a bad taste in their mouth, and they're not sold enough on him to uh, I give you 14 reasons Houston's not taking C.J. Stroud. It's a myth. The Houston pick is down to two players, and it has been for a week. 
There's nothing new here. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say with Houston, there is a much better chance right now that it's Will Anderson than there was a week ago. When I started telling you Tyree Wilson, now there's a rumor floating out there that the medical is not clean and Houston is going to lean to Will Anderson. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea. I'm getting conflicting reports from people that would know. That's what gets so fun when you're the draft guy the week of the draft because you have two people that you talk to a lot that are very plugged in and they're telling you something completely different. And you have to sort through it. Mm -hmm. I, I am a wagering individual. If I had to if I had to bet my house right now, it would be on Bryce at one, Will Levis at four, and Jalen Carter at five. Because I have no idea what's going to happen to a three. Mm -hmm. From there, I good luck. Take luck because this is going <laughs> to be a wild ride, boys. Take luck. This is going to be a wild ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely could be a wild ride. Will Levis has no chance of going number one overall. No, and that's and and that's why this story struck me was when Vegas moves the number. As you said, it kind of gives credence to this, but why why would you do why give credence to this report that came from nowhere? Some random guy on Reddit who you can says, answer that question for yourself. Okay. Why okay. Why would Vegas do that? They're they're going to take a bath on Bryce Young. Because there were a lot of people like me, as soon as Carolina made that trade, I, I'm not allowed to you, I did it on camera. Bryce Young. Decent amount of money to go number one mm -hmm. at plus a pretty significant number because everybody lost their mind on CJ Stroud. And if I've learned anything, it was like plus five, six. I, like I don't think I, I got it at four fifty. I think okay. at this point I have so many draft wagers. You know what? We'll reconvene on on Friday and I'll tell you where that balance I was say, is. The, the odds never got huge. No, no, no. It was never astronomical. I just, I saw great value. there. Right. So they're going to take a bath on Bryce Young. So why would Vegas give credence to a report from nobody? It's really simple because people will fall for it. I've told you this a thousand times. Vegas odds are a good, they're a good baseline because you have to look at where they're, where the leverage is and where their liabilities are. Right now, there is, there's, there's no leverage for Vegas. Anybody with an IQ above salad dressing knows that it's, it's Bryce Young. So if I can dupe you into doing anything that will get me some of that handle back, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Because at plus 400, even, all right, let's say the, the, the Will Levis thing is right. Now you're running the balance sheet. Okay, let's say 10,000 people get on in on Will Levis at $10 because that's largely what people are doing. They're throwing a, a nickel at it or a dime at it for, well, if I'm right, then I could drop my money. I mean, people aren't going out and throwing $25,000 on this. So my leverage, my, my liability on this is not aggressive. Maybe I can buy some of this Bryce Young money back. Mm -hmm. That's all they're trying to do. Vegas's goal with every wager they put out is to get half the money on one side and half the money on the other side. Now, do they sometimes play with you? Yes. Yes, they do. And there are a few things that are happening in the betting markets for the draft right now where they're playing with you. Will Levis going forward. I am, there is nothing outside of Bryce Young I'm more confident of. Because there are a 
couple things that I guess could happen that would take Tyree and Will Anderson out of two and three. Watch Arizona take Paris Johnson. Just I, I just want you to remember I said that because I keep hearing it, and I don't know if it's smoke. I don't really know what it is. It's this is lying season. It's what yep. we do. Yep. Uh, Notorious Big in the YouTube comments ask why has nobody said anything about Houston taking Levis or Richardson? Because we know what Houston's doing. Houston and Arizona would love nothing more than to trade out. There's no buyers. Tennessee's not a buyer. Indianapolis is not a buyer. There, there's a reason Indy has been so quiet. People keep putting them into, well, they could trade up to three. Every person I've talked to that has anything to do with that organization, they've all told me the same thing. Why would we do that? Don't have to. So, what? and, and all right, now think about the psychology of where this comes because I have a complete philosophy of where this Will Levis thing came from. Okay. I think it's from Bookmaker. I think that account, if somehow you went full John DeLorean and you could go back to the future and figure out who sent that little Reddit post, I guarantee you it's a it's an odds maker. It's somebody affiliated with Vegas. Well, uh, somebody, one of the reporters, I think it was for CBS, did some sleuthing to figure out if they could figure out who this was and went back and started looking at posts from this this username. Apparently, they're a Batman fan. So they've got... Uh, it's mark not my, me. Mark my words. So-and-so, whoever played the Joker in the Batman, the, the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson, that guy will be recast because he's just too big to play the Joker now because he's been focusing on his weightlifting and all that. And he brought this up. to. So this is the guy that you think's connected with Will Levis. Correct. The guy who repeats stuff off of Hollywood Reporter or whatever. Correct. Right. Which again leads me back to why? Why is anybody paying this any attention? Just because we're starved. That's oh, it. 100%. We're starved for some kind of drama. Oh, 100%. The Aaron Rodgers thing is over. There is no more "He Who Shall Not Be Named" from Baltimore talk going on. So we got to find something. Oh, Will Levis. No. And, well, and, and I don't even think it's that. It's uh, and Ian Rappaport put this out before the show. This is almost unequivocally the most challenging prognostication i've ever done because everything that i there are certain things that i i feel very certain of if you gave me a top five list of things that i feel very sure are going to happen I, i'd get to five and feel pretty solid i feel like cj stroud's gonna fall um it's gonna get a little wild when we get to the to the high single digits darnell wright's gonna go higher than you think Then once you get past that, I, now I can't get all the puzzle pieces together. I have to have a mock draft in for the media contest by noon tomorrow. The Green Bay trade, you would be shocked how much of a wrench that threw into everything. Mm. Because I can't for the life of me figure out, okay, so you were that dead in the wool about this and you're going to take somebody that you could without a doubt have gotten at 15? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So you're going to take a guy two, two spots higher People have opined Jackson Smith and Jigba. Your biggest threat on that is Houston. At 12. Because yeah. if it wasn't Houston, then the Jets weren't going to take him. The Patriots could have. I, nothing that I have heard lends myself that they were going to do that. Now, they might know more than I do. Mm -hmm. the, the Patriots. Now, nobody has a reason to lie to me because it's not like I can do anything about it. Right. Getting in front of the Patriots, I don't, I don't 
I don't even know if that had anything to do with it. Well, I mean, you. you all right, we, we got to take a break, but I, I, I want you to put a pin on what you just said. Okay. Because I, I've heard that, that, oh, this was just them adding value. And you always say, I, I think about things in a three-dimensional chess kind of way. Mm-hmm. After the break, I'm going to tell you why that makes absolutely no sense and why it is wrecking my brain to figure out why they had to do this. This is the Sportsocracy, and you're listening on ESPN Asheville and the iHeartRadio app. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. A siren song of the sea beckons with a bounteous treasure and a desire that must be fulfilled. Here's your seafood order, Mr. Willems. Well, did you get me a wild sashimi tuna? Yes, sir. And my Charleston crab cake, bourbon salmon, and wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa? It's all in the bag. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Every Friday. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. And the Jets and the Green Bay Packers are swapping first-round draft picks in the Aaron Rodgers trade. The Green Bay Packers go up to 13. New York goes back to 15. Was it just a value-added move for them? Or was it was it Green Bay wanted to get ahead of New England? They were afraid New England was going to take somebody. I don't know that that's true. I think it might be more about the Jets than it is about the New England Patriots. It, it, and it well could be. The one thing I can tell you is that this is part of the haul that you got. All right, so this move up was value. The value of it is roughly an end of the third round pick. So I can tell you, Green Bay did not just do this for giggles and jiggles. Uh, they didn't just do it to do it. Like, well, you, you don't throw that in. It has no tangible value. We're going to take the same guy we were going to take anyway. So now I get to the, but who is it? But who is it? And I think I've. I, I think watching the betting markets and how they've moved, I think I've narrowed in on who it is. Okay. And it's going to be a story, and it will be a narrative that people really make something that it's not. It's Jackson Smith and Jigba. That's the only player I can that I can definitively say, I still think you have a problem with Houston. Sure. But there is also a possibility that you get both quarterbacks that fall to 11 and 12. That would take – I'm not sure that Houston would do it. So if it's Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, is that who you're saying? No, Will Levis would be gone for. It could be Richardson and Stroud. Richardson and Stroud. Those two could fall that far. There is somebody in in very large media who I talk to on a pretty consistent basis that told me around lunchtime today, C.J. Stroud's going to be going to the Detroit Lions at 18 in my final mock. Oh, Wow. That's how discrepant these things are. Wow. That'd be a trade-up, by the I, way. What do you mean it'd be a trade-up? If it got that close. 
I don't know that Tampa could say no. If they could get up to 17 just ahead of Detroit to get C.J. Stroud, maybe they would. I'm, I'm going to keep telling you, you buy into Baker Mayfield way more than you think. That. Uh, you don't. Your front office does. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, Jackson Smith and Jigba, okay, it makes sense to a certain extent. You got to surround Jordan Love with weapons if you want him to have any kind of success. I get that you already have, what, three second-year wide receivers on this team, and that's the starting lineup right now. Your wide receiver core is three sophomores. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, if we're going ultra young here, then we're not going to be that great because Jordan Love's not that great. Well, no. But the then imagine the that- experience that you will have with third-year Two third-year wide receivers and Jackson Smith and Jigba on a second year for Caleb Williams or Drake May or Quinn Ewers or whoever that quarterback next year ends up being. That would make sense. See, I've been trying to 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 play the game of who may who who's the guy that they moved up to get over the Jets. And there's really two or three players that have been connected to both teams. As far as I know, Brian Branch. But you wouldn't trade up for no, a safety. I don't think so. Maybe maybe you would. Maybe they value him that much that they knew that if they stayed put at 15, there was a chance the Jets were going to take him at 13. But then I keep going back to tackles. Tackles a position that you move up for. And New, New England's talked to tackles. New York's talked to tackles. So maybe that was it. Maybe they want to get up in the hopes that Paris Johnson falls. Or in the hopes that... Broderick Jones is still there or whoever ends up being the odd man out of the tackles who fought Peter Skaronsky. Could he still be on the board at 13? Cause I don't think there's a, there's a way that that guy was going to get away from either new England or New York. Skaronsky would be interesting. I don't think the Jets were going to do that. New England might. Mm-hmm. He's just a duplicate. To me, he's a duplicate of Elijah Vera Tucker. So I, I I struggle to believe that you would do that. I it, it and uh, Zion in the comments said we need receivers for love. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And the story here will be that oh they Aaron leaves and they uh, they finally get a receiver, but it's not about that. They felt like Aaron Rodgers could would work with any. It didn't matter. Bingo. It didn't matter if he was throwing to four dudes from the Home Depot. It, it's he's going to be good regardless. Yeah, yeah, we hit on Devontae Adams. We hit on on Jordy Nelson at one point. Randall Cobb. We, we've had a lot of guys that were good. We just didn't have to sink high in draft capital in them. Well, Jordan Love, you're going to have to have receivers that prop him up. Mm-hmm. And so I can just tell you definitively, my mock draft will not be out until Thursday. That is our Thursday show ahead of the draft, which we'll be doing live at 51 North Merriman Avenue at the Village Porch. I'm going to have Jackson Smith. I'm, I'm almost 100% sure I'm going to have Jackson Smith and Jigba going 13 to, to Green Bay. Jackson Smith and Jigba, you heard it here first. Green Bay Packers. I, I, I certainly don't think I'm the first no, person that said that. You're not the first. Uh, but, you know, you can take Jeremy's word for it if you want to or not. Or you can take my word for it. Maybe they're looking for the tackle. Who knows? I just don't. I just don't. That would know be that very it was a calculated, out of character for them. Yeah, I just don't know that it was a calculated move 
to get ahead of really either of these teams. So you're so what you, and that's I think that's what I really gristle at what people say. Mm-hmm. So now you're telling me you're going to pay a guy higher on the on the rookie weight scale. Just you know what it it made us feel better. just because it looks better. But it just it made us feel better, so it's fine. I I, I don't buy that. What's easier to sell to the fan base? A first-round pick and a second-round pick in one year and a first coming next year or just the second-round pick in the first next year? The little pick swap, I think it I think it sways people because I've seen a lot of this narrative of, oh, my God, the Jets gave up two first-round draft picks. Yeah, but you're leaving out the end part where they got one back. You're doing the same thing that the NFL live crew did yesterday yes. with Adam Schefter. Oh, when he great. starts coming out with the breaking news. I of told that, you. They're giving up a first-round pick. And, and, when Adam and Swagoo Schefter, loses his mind. Oh, and Adam Schefter had to go, hey, how wait about you let me finish the <laughs> sentence before you lose your mind? Right, wait a minute. They're not just giving up two first-round draft picks. They're getting one in return. And I think that matters a lot. Well, it's it, the the thing that I have gristled at is that they would do it just to do it. That that just doesn't make any sense. Well, so I mean, there there is something when you move up, you improve your chances to get your guy. So any move up, as long as it's part of a deal or it's the kicker to get the deal done, which you wanted to do anyway, I don't see any real problem with it. Uh, Bob Brown asked in our YouTube comments, uh, there's been a lot of talk uh, uh, in Philadelphia about them moving up. Is there any talk about anybody moving up for Will Anderson? The answer to that is no. If it was going to happen, I think it already happened. Mm. This has a, where we're at with Houston, Arizona has a, it has a really familiar feel to it of we will, if you give us something that we can tangibly sell to the fan base, we will bail out, and everybody is just stone cold Steve Austining them. It is double birds and crushing domestic lights. Of I don't have to do anything. No. Does Philadelphia like Jalen Carter? Yes, they do. Is he going to get to them at ten? No, he is not. And do they care? No. No. Philadelphia right now, I think, knows that they're two. The the two players they had really circled. Of we would love to have Jalen Carter. We would love to have B. John Robinson. Neither one of them's getting to you. I don't think they care. I, I really don't. I think they believe they're going to sit at 10, and it's more likely they move back than they move up. You don't have to. When you're Philadelphia, you don't have to make the move. Wait and sit at 10, and if you want the edge rusher at 10, take Lucas Van Ness. He's fallen to a point. I get that. If you're not sold on that, take another position. Take a tackle. Take whatever you feel like Skaronsky's you need to take. Skaronski the, the one that I would keep an eye on there. Right. And then at 20 or 30, at the end of the first round, then you can scoop up whoever's left. And, you know, should one of the teams in front of you not do it? I know there's a handful of them that have talked about it or we have prognosticated that they will do it. But if one of them hasn't done it, at 30, you could take Jameer Gibbs. And you'll be just fine. He's not going to get to thirty. No, you, you remember that. But even in but even in that scenario, would the Chargers pull the pull the plug or pull the pull the trigger at twenty one? No, to get Jameer Gibbs. No, no, no. That's not the target. For it him. starts at what twenty five. Mm. After Jacksonville, I'm I'm blanking on who has well, twenty five. Is that the Dallas Cowboys? Uh twenty five is. 
I know Dallas is in there. Cincinnati's so Dallas, in Dallas there. Dallas is at 26. I think the Giants are 25. Okay. I can do it in order off the top of my head, but you start asking me for individual <laughs> right. numbers, it's a little yeah, hard. Yeah. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is right in front of you, there's a group of teams that could do it. Mm-hmm. There's Cincinnati, there's Buffalo, there's Dallas. Yeah, you're Ooh. missing a very big element of this. What's that? There are a lot of teams that want to move up. You know where none of them are? From about 21 to 28. So if you want to get up, that's fine. There are certainly people that will answer your calls. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a lot of new phone who dis uh, in the 20s because they all want receivers and they're all going to fall there. Right. Tight ends, the, the 20s is going to be a bonanza. There will be two incredibly fun parts of this draft. And you just mark my words that this is coming. When we get past Devin Weatherspoon, all right, at, at six with the Lions, because I feel very, I, I'm still very confident that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the Raiders are on the clock, and we think, oh, it could this be Anthony Richardson? I said, what's oh, that about die? And then they take Paris Johnson, and everybody goes, uh oh, uh oh, we're in trouble. Something's mm-hmm. come along and burst our bubble. What is happening? Bob Brown says Tampa jumps from 19 to 10 for a quarterback and surrenders a 2024 first go how we go talking about trading up with the Philadelphia Eagles. You know what? To me, that sounds like a perfect Howie Roseman type move to fleece the team that's desperate and maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't. I'm going to go with no. Yeah, they, want to bring in, they don't want to bring in a rookie quarterback, top ten rookie quarterback with Todd Bowles. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think Tampa's that desperate. I, I I I got asked on another show earlier this week. Do I feel like there will be more trades than we're used to, or less? And my answer was a vehement less, mm-hmm. because there are less people to fall in love with. Now in day two, I think it's way more. Day two, you're going to see people move. It's going to feel like the NBA draft of uh, who had this pick originally. Like I don't remember. <laughs> Slasher says, "Didn't the Falcons just have a thousand yard rusher?" Talking about Bijan Robinson going eight to the Falcons. But yes, they did, but they also know that they have a quarterback that. Uh, well, he he don't throw so good, and they really like Bijan. Mm-hmm. You want to run the ball? You want to limit the chances for Desmond Ritter to hurt you? That's the most that for me. That's the most fun part of this process. We get to hear, I've been hearing things since March, and it's almost like a a 5,000-piece puzzle. I got the borders done. That's easy because one of the sides is flat. So I got all that done, and then everything else has been trying to figure out what this picture is going to make. And now it's just little holes. And I've got all these pieces, and none of them seem to want to fit together. And this is why I love the NFL draft, because it's just... It's a bevy of things, and it's all the hope, and I love it. And don't forget, we will be live in the sportsocracy for all three days of the draft, each and every pick covered with live analysis and reactions and all of the shots that will be taken and all of it. Oh, yeah, and, and, and first, I'll be within literal walking distance of my house. And so. the first two nights are going to be live from the Village Porch, 51 North Merriman Avenue. You can join us for that coverage. Just a theoretical question. And I only say this because I said this, I used this phrase earlier and now I'm thinking it for myself. At what pick do we feel, quote, really sure that Brian Haynes and I go full stone cold Steve Austin? I have and a number what, like in my shotgun head. Shotgun a beer? Or no, 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 no. Just uh, double birds standing off the rail, bang the cans off each other. Let's go. I have a number in my head. I was going to say eight. Oh, no, that's way too high. That's something you would do. 
And then the last, then you wake up the next day and go, what happened in the last uh, 15 picks? Yeah, I'm not doing that. 25 is the number I had in my head. Okay, over under 25 when the draft coverage on night one gets way too rowdy. Well, I mean, Brian Haynes and I both live in the same neighborhood. so I'm going, I'm going under. Aggressively under. We I'll might be surprised wait. if it doesn't fall apart in the first half of the first we, round. We might wait until Tank falls asleep because there's a better chance of that than any of this. Absolutely. You are in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home. When it's time to buy, visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy, and it's time to get weird. So a woman caught a plane from Los Angeles to Australia. She gets off of the flight in Australia, has to go through security once again. They x-ray the bags and everything, make sure you're not bringing anything you're not supposed to. They Well, they, they, found, they found crimes. They found crimes in this woman's luggage. It was a handgun. It was not just any handgun. 24-karat gold-plated handgun. 9-millimeter, beautiful-looking thing. She flew from the U.S. to Australia with a gun in her baggage. How does that happen? How's that happen? We always have these stories of people like, oh, I forgot. I had it in my bag. No, this woman got it through security in America, got it to Australia. Now she's facing a possible 10-year sentence for possession of an illegal weapon in Australia. More than likely, this is going to be deferred. She'll be you know, probably banned from the country, sent home, all that. That's how strict they are about handguns. That just having it, ten years imprisonment in Australia. But I still want to know how the hell did she get it through U.S. security? Yep, there's nothing I could say right there. It won't get me in trouble. <laughs> I told you earlier this year about a New Hampshire man who he did crimes, and at the time I called for very stiff punishment. Because the same thing once happened to me with some free roosters. Michael Druin 
30-year-old man of Merrimack, New Hampshire. He posted a fake Craigslist ad the day of the election last year in November with the Republican candidate, whose name is Bill Boyd. He had somehow gotten a hold of this man's number. And he posted a Craigslist ad saying he had a free trailer, free to a good home. If you just call this number, you can pick it up. Well, he did that the day of the election. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this or not, that is a crime. Really? It's, it go, it's interfering with a government election. Here's what I didn't know. Mr. Druin had his day in court on Monday. That in, in the state of New Hampshire, that means he will never be able to vote again. He interfered with a government election, which is it's not a felony. It's just a misdemeanor. But under the Constitution, if you commit a willful violation of the state's election laws, you lose the right to vote in that state. It also carries a 90-day suspended jail sentence, so if he so much as gets a parking ticket for the next three years, he going to jail. he's going to jail. Now, the reason that I tell this story is, uh, A, because the same thing happened to me. Don't be a jerk, okay? If you get somebody's phone number, it's not cute to put it in places where people will call and farmers will ask about your chickens, okay? It happened to me. <laughs> Wasn't fun. Lasted for way longer than it should have. <laughs> he's also told people or he told officials that he didn't know it was the day of the election okay okay so you got caught and there comes a time where you have to just go you got me he made a statement after the 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 court proceedings that said he wants to make amends and he apologizes but he still it was just he was a victim of bad timing i had absolutely shut up you're in every political group in the state of New Hampshire. You knew exactly what you were doing. Just admit it. Don't make fake, stupid Craigslist ads. I also didn't know Craigslist still existed, which that also shocks me. I didn't know it still existed for legal things. I have so many more questions, and I can't <laughs> ask any of them. I can't ask and not nary one of them. We should just move right along. I now no. feel like Tank now admitted to doing where crimes. Your brain went. I, not to a good place, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, you thought I was I was frequenting frequenting Craigslist? God, I can't even speak. What are you a cop? Stop. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 the NFL draft just just hours away. Uh we also have uh, a a tweet from Ian Rappaport that came from the Carolina Panthers. We have consensus on who we will be taking, and we are excited. That we'll is from GM Scott. No doubt. Scott we'll Stop it. <laughs> Please, if you don't listen to anything else I say today, do not take your hard-earned doubloons and put them on Will Levis to go number one. No. Because it is not happening. No, it will not happen. Uh, that will be That would be an uprising. That would be an uprising of uh, of the Carolina Panther faithful. Yeah, I don't. Th- I, I think that would really throw a damper on our uh, on our live draft coverage from the Village Porch in a Carolina Panther market. Yeah, yeah, uh, not going to happen. It's Bryce Young. It's been Bryce Young for what a month now. That's about right. There's no chance it's going anywhere else. If there is a shakeup. If there's the major surprise, you think it's coming from Houston or Arizona? And I don't even buy any of that. 
anytime I hear something for the first time the week of the draft, that goes in it goes in this ear right here, floats right out the other ear, never touches anything on his way through. Just, nope, that's smoke. There is somebody that's hot to trot on uh, Paris Johnson, though. I just can't figure out who it is. I think I know who it is, but I'm not. You're not going to share that with I, me. I'm reasonably sure it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. And if I was putting a percentage on that, I would say I'm at about 80%. Really? A lot of people still believe they're going to take a quarterback. I can almost unequivocally tell you that's not going to happen. There's not much that could happen uh, a Thursday night that would surprise me more than the Raiders taking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Tao says the first pick will still take all seven minutes, though. Oh, no well, doubt. Of course it's, it will. Well, it's ten minutes. Or ten so, minutes. Yeah. Seven minutes in the second round. That's, that's how they do this thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's high drama. It's a television show. 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, in case you didn't know, I don't think Roger Goodell is – going to allow that to happen it's not going to be like okay and we now open first pick in the nfl draft the carolina panthers are now on the clock 30 seconds later the pick is in no No. you got to have all the setup all the drama will it be will levis will it be bryce young it gives 10 minutes for you to right you got to give espn the time on the broadcast yeah bob brown said uh earlier i said arizona was looking at i I know they like paris johnson i that's one of those I'm going to have to see you do it at, at three before I'll believe it. Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to lie to you. That franchise is such a dumpster fire that you could. That, honestly, I think that's what makes this so interesting to me is that the NFL at this point is like a beautiful neighborhood. All these wonderful palatial estates and beautiful cars and they're well-maintained. And then you have two single wides with bullet holes in the side. And those two teams are picking at two and three. Which is just, okay, I don't know how you're going to screw this up, but you're going to find a way. If Houston doesn't do the Tyree Wilson thing and they take Will Anderson, would it be that bad of a decision for Arizona just to go, we couldn't move out of this spot, let's go ahead and get the tackle? Let's go ahead and get Paris Johnson? Would that not if be Will the, Anderson win it too? Right. Wouldn't that not be the sanest thing they could do is get one of the safest players at a safer position? I'm still going to say no. Okay. I mean, look, there are two really high-end pass rushers in this class. You have zero of those. So I I would not really understand passing Tyree Wilson there. That's where I'm at with Arizona. It's where Mm -hmm. I've been. Mm -hmm. And they've really let it be known that if they get stuck there, they will take the edge rusher that That falls. Yeah. Whichever one. And then three days before the draft, well, it could be Paris Johnson, too. Okay, either that's smoke or you are even more of a dumpster fire than I thought you were. Or they just keep thinking, there's no way Houston passes on Will, and we don't believe in Tyree. If it was any other team, I swear to you, if it's any other team in the NFL, I'd say there's no shot. No shot. But somebody is putting out negatives about Will Anderson. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not as good as you think, and I mean, which, of which I have said the same thing. Is that coming from the Colts? I, I don't know. You've you've said that, that the Colts have been at the heart of all of this Will Levis stuff. Oh no, ah, they're at the heart of Will Levis. I I, I don't the way you said that. I can't quite agree with the Will Levis thing. They're just sitting here going, 
we're not bluffing you here. That's who we want. CJ Stroud can follow us. We don't care. But you were saying that it was who wants you to know. Indianapolis wants you to know that CJ Stroud's not as good. Oh, you said you said they were at the center of the Levis thing. Well, yeah, but I I mean that's Will. But but that's part of the Will Levis thing. Like they want not really. That's in a vacuum. They want to make sure that they can convince their fan base that they made the right choice. And and just I, I have to say this one more time because there's another report out that this is that the the CJ Stroud thing's not true. Mm-hmm. Yes it is. Okay? The S2 score is 100% accurate. 18th percentile. Short of me watching him do it, it's accurate. Trust me. And when you watch him fall on draft night and you go, "Well, I wonder why that could have happened." Oh, oh, I got it. Yeah, I figured it out. Well, that's no, all they're going to talk about. Oh, no doubt. That's all they will talk about. And then about. it's going it, to – it will get to a point where it's a sideshow. Mm-hmm. Because that's all anybody's going to talk about because the, where's the drama? You start going offensive tackle, offensive tackle. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, can we talk about Anthony Richardson again? Uh, what's he doing? Uh, can we get a camera on him? Oh, he's sending a text message? Great. wonder who that's to. I'm, just so, I'm so ready for it to be here. It's my favorite three days of the year. The lead up by, by this time, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm tired of it too. I'm just, can we do it on Tuesday? Can we just do it tonight? I'm totally ready. Nope. You have to wait two days, three hours, six minutes and 41 seconds. He did the math. We'll be there. I actually have a clock in front of me. That's counting down to the NFL draft. There you go. Two days, three hours, six minutes. 31 seconds here in the Sportsocracy. We'll cover every pick live. Join us on the YouTube stream. Just keep your eye on the ball. At Ingles, we know that big dreams don't always make it to the big leagues. But we also know that baseball, it's family. It's about building character. And as sure as there'll be some stumbles on that journey from first to home, we'll be right there cheering you on. This is baseball, and this is who we are. Ingles, we're with you every step of the way. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. It is NFL Draft Week, and we have been striving toward this day. Well, since the end of the regular season. Jeremy's been working on this since the day after the draft last year. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually, that is apt. Uh, I'm surprised he doesn't already have his first round mock for 2024 coming out already. That'll be shortly after the draft. We'll do that probably the Monday after. Or it's already done and it'll be coming out after the draft. Nice. Nice. Uh, Anyway, any requests that we have, we'll be covering each and every pick live all three days of the draft. First two nights from the village porch. Uh, You'll be able to come join us those Mm -hmm. first two nights. Now, that day three, that's... That's where rubber really meets the road, and and we got to spread out and 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 make use of the space. So, 
we're just, you know, we are the Democratic Republic of Sports. Any suggestions on uh, things you'd, the features you'd like to see during the uh, the the NFL draft coverage? Uh, you know, lists, power rankings, whatever you can think of. Um, we just want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to see because we are going to be with you for a long, long time. Coming up over the next five days, roughly fifteen hours of live commercial free coverage. And if you're not into the draft, A, God bless you for sticking around because we have talked about <laughs> nothing else for the last three weeks. Right. Somebody in their car just went, we know. Sorry, I'm not breaking down Dylan Brooks. You get me to a series that's worth talking about and we'll talk about it. Till then, the fact that six of these eight series are 3-1, hmm, that kind of confirms don't really need to give it yeah, my eyeballs. Not really a big surprise, uh, other than Miami being up 3-1 on the Bucks. That's fine. We'll go into the next round and get slaughtered. So, Ooh. I was going to say, that's the only surprise, really. That the, actually just means round. I can probably wait another round to care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're not into the draft, our buddy Brett Young, a platinum recording artist, will be joining us on this show tomorrow. And tonight on our social media, we've got a set of tickets to go see him at Harris Cherokee Event Center. And you can have them for the low, low price of only doing what that post says. That's right. Uh, so look forward to that on the social medias. Brett Young going to be live at the Harris Cherokee Center Asheville on draft night. Incredibly we- awesome guy. Really funny. We've already invited him to come hang out after the show. At the, I at got the news for you. If that bus shows up. That camera may turn off, and here we go. <laughs> here we go. It's going to get rowdy with Brett Young. Uh, uh, trust me, I've, I've, I have some friends that are country singers, and I've seen how that goes. We invited. He said maybe, and we're taking that as a win. 100%. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Again, Brett Young joins us tomorrow here in the sportsocracy. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Welcome back into the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. It's 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. And, of course, you can hear the Sportsocracy everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. See us everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel, and that'll get you into the chat with us. Plus, you'll get those alerts whenever we go live, like Thursday night when we go live for the first night of three for the NFL draft. This is going to be a lot of fun. I was So that was part of where we were yesterday was making sure that everything is is tied down and everything is correct. It is, just for posterity's sake. Uh, it, it's going to be a blast. We're set up at, we'll have a big garage door behind us, so if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, it will look very lovely for you. And if you come join us, you'll be able to interact with us, and it'll be very interactive. We've we've always had people ask us to do this because the draft, the dra- look, the draft is fun. I know not everybody's into it as as we are. I said this in some of the mock drafts that we put out, by the way, uh, no matter who your team is, it's it's out on the channel. Uh, we do all this legwork so you don't have to. So you can just enjoy draft night. Look at these new toys you got. It's almost like uh, it's almost like we're the Santa Claus of, of draftness. It's the ultimate night of celebration, prognostication, and basically smack talk. 
Uh, and uh, we have a, a, a sportsocracy uh, consumption game if you're uh, in the confines of your own home that you can play right along with us. Oh, we have rules now. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, they'll be out on the uh, they'll be out on the social medias. You know, we might do that tomorrow. Might do that tomorrow. Put that out so you can get mentally prepared. All right, all right. And Bert. I think you're not allowed to play. No, no, I'm God. not going to be because I, I really don't want to have to carry you back up to my house. No, I have to. I have to pace myself. It's all going to be fine. So every time I get together with Jeremy, now I have to go. Now how? How much less do I have to drink than Jeremy? One for usually, every five. Yeah. I was going to say, it's usually about 10%. Yeah, That's it's my like, mark. Yeah, it's like Aaron Rodgers' touchdown to interception ratio. About 10 to 1. Uh, we got our first- Which is great because Jeremy has 10 drinks within the first hour, so I'm, I'm keeping pace. My doctor once told me, and I quote, you are a medical marvel. I'm your huckleberry. Have our first one of these of the day. Uh, it's from Curtis Davis. Say you just got off work. Love supporting the guys. Always a big fan of that. And Thanks, we, sir. And we love you, Mr. Davis. Said that between the Kings Warriors and uh, Jimmy Butler becoming Hemi Butler, he's loving the playoffs so far. Uh, and he, the, the resident, because he is a Chargers fan, go Chargers, go! Love when people do that. We will have some special things in the YouTubes for the draft when you do those very same things. You'll have to tune into the coverage to see what that means. Thursday night, it all begins live 51 North Merriman Avenue at the Village Porch. And, of course, it will be streamed all three days uh, on the YouTube stream. Uh, and, by the way, I do have to say this just because Curtis just said that. Uh, those two series, he's 100% right. Those have been super watchable. Kings Warriors, really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Watching Although- Jimmy Butler just eviscerate Milwaukee last night. That was fun. The other series... Eye bleach. Uh, just it is eye broccoli. I I'm good, and I need all these bad teams out, to go away. Out on Lakers and Grizzlies. That hasn't had it for you. That hasn't had the drama, the intrigue. No, because I don't care about Dylan Brooks. Yeah, like I, I just don't care. The young guys punching up to the legend. Yeah, it's it, I don't care. LeBron's going to go into the next round and just get smacked, and I I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, it is ESPN. Asheville is the top of the third hour of the program, so always we do the Daily Draft. Today's Daily Draft focuses on fifth-year options. The news came out today. Shocker, hold on to yourselves. Just just grasp something firmly. This is breaking If you're news. driving, pull over, because we don't want to cause any accidents. The Cincinnati Bengals are picking up the fifth-year option on Joe Burrow. <laughs> And the Minnesota Vikings are picking up the fifth-year option on Justin Jefferson. Ah, again. Ah, there are no-brainers. Absolute no-brainers to picking up the fifth-year option on certain guys. This is from the 2020 draft. Yep. It's, it, it's time to make our decision. That's today's daily draft. If you're making the call on the fifth-year option, who are you making the call on? Uh, there are a handful of these that are real, real easy. Uh, so you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Well, I feel like we should put a we should we should put like um, a cap on this, like off the wall. No, fifth no, no, no. year options. No, you're going to struggle. Or is to this get, just straight up? You're going to struggle to get twelve uh, or, or well to ten. Really? Yeah. If you take Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson out, where it's already happened, yeah. 10 gets very, um, let's see, 
Patrick Queenie, which is fine, mm-hmm. but it's not a guarantee that you want to pay him as one of the top up, ten I, players I, in the league. I get number one pick. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, no doubt, didn't even think about it. For you don't listen real well, do you? What did you say? I just said taking out Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson because it's already happened. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like saying, "Hey, would you like to wake up this morning?" Well, you already did it twelve hours ago. So, <laughs> Chase yeah. Young, that's who you're doing. Is that's that your first one? Is that happened yet? No, the only two that have happened. Gonna? I don't disagree. That's your first pick, Chase Young, who has been hurt. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I'd pick up Chase Young's. That would be ridiculous, in my opinion. How many games has he played in two years? Do I care? You should, because you're going to pay him quite a bit of money. Okay. He has this. This, 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 this seems odd coming from the same guy who says Zion's still worth it. Two completely different sports. Is it? Two complete sports. Yes, oh. two completely different sports. Well, I get they're completely I different sports. I can franchise him. Zion, if he decides he wants to go away, the Pistons are calling, and they have money, and no one will take it. Yeah, I'm not so sure I would. Wow. He, he's played 12 games in two years. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I would. I'd swear really? to you I'm not sure I would. With how much money you're going to have to pay, he was the number two pick in the draft. You're going to pay him fifteen plus million dollars on that deal. Mm-hmm. If you were signing Chase Young right now, would you give him? All right, let's say, let's say the option wasn't a thing. You signed up for five for seventy five with him, because I'd run away from it like it was on fire. I probably would. I'd probably do it just on the off chance that he's that, that he's right. I would no doubt. I would no doubt agree to the contract. There wouldn't be a whole lot of guaranteed in there. I wouldn't give him a massive injury and guarantee. And I'm not sure. Yeah, that's uh, – of all the guys that I had written down, he was I, – I, he probably taken him with the last pick I had. Because there's two that you just skipped over that don't make a whole mess of sense to me. Okay. Uh, Justin Herbert's the first one. That's a no-doubter. I won't be shocked if that happens before this day is over. Because his deal's going to get ugly. Now, you're talking 50-plus million a year. Mm-hmm. So that one, I'm not even going to think about. I I can't do it with the other quarterback, though. I, I mean, I'll go ahead and tell you. The the other quarterback in this class. With Tua? If you want him, you take him to your last pick because there is no shot I'd do it. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't would do, it at, do it at all? No. I don't think I would. I either. don't even know that I would think about it. And, and there's... There's a lot that goes into that because he does. He was on my list, just so you know. But he could just up and retire, and then I'm completely mm-hmm. stuck with it. Mm-hmm. He could also play 17 games, and I'm going to rue the day I didn't do this. That's why he was on the list because it does give you that one buffer year where, yeah, he's expensive, but he's not expensive. Right. So I mean, it's not a no-brainer to me like oh, Herbert. I still don't think I, I. I still don't think I would be signing up for that. Uh, the only the only downside is that you could wind up in the same exact boat that the Giants were just in. Absolutely. Which is okay. My alternative is I'm going to franchise him. Mm-hmm. Because if he doesn't get hurt, then this would have been, I think, a no-brainer. 
Absolutely. Am I, am I right there? You're, you're 100% right. It would have been a no-brainer for me. If he had me. made the step last year that he took without the injuries, no doubt. But the fact that he's so close to retiring, no, sir. Yeah, One bad hit, and he's done forever. He's already said he talked about it. He thought about it in the offseason, which he should. No, no doubt. Which he absolutely should. You should protect your health at all costs, in my opinion. You've got uh, your whole life ahead of you, buddy. You don't want to end up, as we have seen other players end up, that have had routine head injuries. But I'm not, I'm not doing the fifth-year option with him. I, I think if it came down to it, I would. I would just push it until the absolute last possible day. Herbert, I'm doing it today. Oh, mm-hmm. everybody else is doing it? Cool. Well, let's uh, just go ahead and take all the guesswork out of it. Here you go. And there's another, there are two more of those for me. I'm trying to decide which one I – you know what? I'm going to stay up I'm gonna stay up on the high side. You can have the, the, the other layup. It's Andrew Thomas. Don't even think about it. Should be done by the end of the day. You talk about a guy that I was ridiculously wrong on. I thought he could never play on the left side. He was going to be a, a a really good right tackle, which oddly enough, that's happened with two of the guys that went in this class that I liked better than him. I never thought he would be this guy. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want to know what would, I, I, I can't say he's the number one reason. I would say that's probably Brian Dayball and Saquon's probably two. The third biggest reason that you saw that jump from Daniel Jones last year was Andrew Thomas. He has gotten exponentially better every year he's been in this league. Yep. And and I'll give you your I'll give you your, your popcorn on this one. You tried to tell me. I did. I was just dead set. There is no way he can be a left tackle in this league. Nope. And boy was I wrong. That you were. That you were wrong. You were wrong on him. You, you were wrong on Justin Jefferson in that draft as well. Hit some good ones. Oh, yeah. we're, we're not we're not we're we're not saying it was a completely lost season for you yeah most of my damage in this draft was in uh round two and on mm-hmm. uh, specifically the first two picks of the second day so i loved them both it was t higgins and michael Pittman. if you're not looking at the list the way i am okay next up who am i giving the uh fifth year option to Oh, you have two layups. I just realized that. Two layups? Oh, yeah. Well, it, Tristan's already done, right? I, To my knowledge, the only two that have been kicked in are Joe okay. and Justin Jefferson. It's been reported, and I feel like... The team has not officially announced it. So I'm saying the other, okay. 30 to, the other 30 are on the board. Well, Tristan Wirfs is no doubter. I, I, I would agree with you. I'm really glad you did that because it leaves one of the guys I'm real happy to... Uh, that you're going to snag him. Oh, no doubt. And then um, A.J. Terrell. Wow. I don't disagree with you on anything you just said. They're both I know phenomenal I, players. Right. I know what I have in A.J. Terrell, and that is a perennial Pro Bowl cornerback. I mean, where does he rank in the NFC when it comes to corners? Three, four? He's up there really high. Mm-hmm. He's up there really high. And, and I feel the same way about Tristan Wirfs. Now, I am curious to see. I'll be honest with you. One of the most interesting teams, of which that might be the draft for tomorrow. Because we have the mock draft that is it is pillar to post. 
uh, starting at four on Thursday. Mm-hmm. The Braves butt right up against us, so the mock the the, the mock draft will be Thursday at four. Tomorrow we should probably draft. Who are the most interesting teams in this draft? And I'm not gonna lie, I think your Bucks are in the top three. Okay, because who you take is gonna tell me a lot. Because I'm not sure if I see Tristan Worst play on the left side. I'm not saying he can't do it. I just I, I think he's really good where he is. I think they're. And in if the, you take an Anton Harrison or a Broderick Jones, I think they're in emergency mode. The Bucks to me are in emergency mode of if the tackle falls, if there's a left tackle there to be had. I keep seeing Anton Harrison tied with us because he's a left tackle. Yeah, there because he's a, a pass protector. There was an uh, an article from Tom Pelissero that I saw this morning that said six surprise first round picks. I've had four of them in the first round of my mocks for a month. <laughs> like Anton Harrison's not a surprise first no. rounder here. But. No, he's not. He's he's really not. And I could very well see him uh, if he's on the board at nineteen. They'll take him. Keep Tristan on the right. I think they're in. We have to teach this kid, Tristan. We have to teach him how to be a left tackle at this next level. That's the most important position. Because you look at this team going forward, he's the main piece that you have that you would extend, right? He's the next big contract that you would give to. Oh, no doubt. And if I'm going to be paying massive money to tackle, I want him to be on the left side. left side. So we'll see what we have. See if he can hack it on the left and just patchwork the right. Just to be clear, I do not adhere to that same philosophy that you just had. I don't either. If but I've I know got an elite, right, if I've got an elite right tackle, uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, don't try to be happier than happy. Absolutely, I'm, I'm good. I'll, don't care what it, what it takes. Best right tackle in the league. Pay him what he's worth. Hmm. You left me a guy that I was not expecting. We got to take a break. Okay. Uh, I feel like there's one no doubter, and then it's going to get fun in a hurry because there's a whole lot of. Well, first of all, guys that are they've already taken the decision away from us because they're not still on the team this should be good you're in the sportsocracy is the daily draft who are you giving the fifth year option to big news today joe burrow and justin jefferson no one shocked got theirs who's next at ingles whether we're celebrating friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park it's all in the bag Ingles, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Tired of getting dinged? 
by monthly fees on your checking account? You need Simple Checking from Home Trust Bank. With Simple Checking, you get all the essential checking services for free, including 100% online access and a free Visa debit card. It's everything you need from a checking account, but no hoops, no surprises, no monthly fees. Stop by today or call 800-627-1632. Simple Checking at Home Trust. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. We are back in the Ingalls studio. This is The Sportsocracy. Follow us everywhere on the social medias at The Sportsocracy. And don't forget to join us live for our coverage of the 2023 NFL Draft this Thursday night. You'll be able to see it all live on YouTube if you can't come out and join us. But if you can, please come out and join us. 51 North Merriman Avenue at the Village Porch, the official football central, I guess, football home for the sportocracy. Uh, it's where we watch during the season. So it it's also makes my sense. home away from home. That's uh, where we're going to be watching uh, the NFL draft on night one and night two, Thursday and Friday night. Come on out and join us. And, of course, again, stream it all on the YouTubes. We're in the middle of the daily draft. Fifth-year options in the news today. Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson getting their fifth-year options exercised by their teams. So who would we put the fifth-year option on if we were the GMs? So far, I got Chase Young, Tristan Wirfs, A.J. Terrell, Jeremy's gone Justin Herbert, and Andrew Thomas. Who's the next no-doubter? CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, no doubt. Another one. I won't be shocked if you know it officially before the end of the day. It was reported two days ago that that was going to happen, which is what threw me off. I just wanted to throw that That's out there because you, you can't say, I can't believe you took Chase Young, number one. Well, I thought all of these had already happened. Yeah, get to 10 doing that. Uh, Makai Becton would have been a discussion. No. At, at, do you realize how many guys on this list are not? On the team that drafted them? Oh, I get it. I'm still saying no to Makai Becton. <laughs> That's another one that, okay, if I'm wrong, it gets real expensive. I lean to kicking in the fifth year because I mm-hmm. don't want to do what just happened with, with Daniel Jones. Uh, for me, CeeDee Lamb's a no-doubter. Uh, what you were saying about Absolutely. A.J. Terrell, I'm not sure I wouldn't say the same thing about CeeDee Lamb. He's probably a top three receiver in the nfc mm-hmm. and he's gonna get his hundred million dollar deal eventually if i can keep pushing that off as long as possible of course no doubt no doubt now this is where it gets a little bit more difficult because there's there are a lot of busts in this class i'm going Derek brown it's a great choice uh, because he's the only other one left that i think is a no doubter that it's gonna happen Really? His good is really good. It's just been inconsistent. And I'll be honest with you, of all the players that I think will benefit from Ajira Avera, I'm not sure Derek Brown's not number one. Mm-hmm. Derek Brown was going to be my next selection. So good good for you for, for taking that off the board and for now me. Now I can't wait to see where you go. Well, see, when I said really just a second ago, when you said that he's the only no-doubter left, I mean, I get there's questions, but I think they're very small questions about a few of them in this class. 
to me, one would be Jordan Brooks. I mean, he's now the heart and soul of the Seattle defense. There was, is he was blending chance. into Jordan Love, so right. There is zero chance that Seattle's going to let him escape. So I feel like he's a no doubter. And you know what's funny is, and, and this is what's so funny uh, funny to me about the draft when we when we graded this class, I specifically remember thinking that Jordan Brooks pick was terrible. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about him. You that pounded high. it, yeah. Nobody was. I thought they could have got him in the second round. No, their second round pick, well, they left a lot to be desired. But that wound up being one of the better picks of the first round. Mm-hmm. To me, there's one more that I don't think the team will even blink when it comes up. And obviously the question has come up, so I'm expecting the announcement at any time. It's Jedrick Wills, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, he's played every offensive snap for that team in the last three years. He's been pretty good at it. I mean, I'm not the PFF. last year was not as good as the previous. Year. I'm not the PFF guy. I don't do all the grades and all of that. So I maybe he's got bad grades, but no, for the I mean, most he's part, he's been fine. Right. Like he's, you know, the he's, problem, he's not, the thing he's that, not going to get Trent Williams money. No, good Lord. No. The thing that bothers me about Jedrick Wills is he's literally gotten worse every single year. And that just absolutely terrifies me. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, that line is really good and you've still gotten worse every year. That's why I said it was. It wouldn't be a no doubter for me. Jordan Brooks, like I said, he was um, he was merging into Jordan Love, so it was kind of going out of my right. out of my eyesight. Right. So I got I've got one left here. Right? Yes. I'm stuck between two. Okay. Can I can I guess? Uh huh. Brandon Ayuk. I'm stuck between three. <laughs> Jordan, man, everything Jordan Love touches just apparently goes out of my sightline. Cesar Ruiz? No. He He's not even on your questionable Mm-mm. list? No, he's not. A, for me, that's a no doubt no. Uh, Jerry Judy was one. Patrick Queen was the other. I'm out on Jerry Judy. I see I'm I not. Just, I, I, I do I not understand Okay, so when I you say seen, you haven't seen it. I haven't seen what I thought I was going to see out of him. Because he's had he was, Brett Rippon and the ghost of Russell Wilson. And and I get it. I still really believe in the talent of Jerry Judy. I do too. The the talk over the offseason of they were going to move either him or Cortland Sutton, to me, is just mind-boggling. If Jerry Judy was in this draft class, how many receivers would you take over? None. I, I can't fully agree with you there, but there's only one for me. Quentin. Zay. Oh, Zay Flowers. Has he moved up to your number one now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, I'll be honest with you. When I did my top 100, because I had to have that in by noon today, mm-hmm. I looked at it and I went, huh, there's some things I just didn't quite expect there. Then I looked at a few of the others and went, well, I'm not going to finish last. I can't tell you that I'm going to win it, but I can tell you I won't be the last name on that list. Right. Okay. Final pick. I, you know what? I'm 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 gonna I'm, I'm gonna take Jerry Judy. I I seriously considered Patrick Queen. The only reason that I'm saying that I'm not taking that one is because of how much you're already paying Roquan. Mm-hmm. How much does that? How much does that save you though? 
With Jerry Judy? Yeah, if you don't exercise the fifth-year option and Russell Wilson comes out this year and has a New Orleans Saints-Drew Brees type kind of season with well, Sean Payton leading the way, how much does that cost you? Well, I mean, my thought is that could I see Jerry Judy having that breakout year where uh, with Sean Payton? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a better than zero chance, so I'm I'm not going to play that game. Right. Plus, he's still so young. I... I, I, the Jerry Judy slander just dumbfounds me. I wish he played for another team. Frankly, mm-hmm. I wish the Broncos would trade him just so somebody would swoop in and go, yep, that's what he is. That's the guy that you've been – that's the guy that you boo-boo kiddied. Hopefully so. But and this, it very well maybe Sean, Sean Payton may be the one that does that. But at this point, I feel like he's more he, – he's, he's flirting more with the bust moniker than I ever oh, thought he would. He's he's not he's not a bust. I, and he's still way too young for that. Uh, before we go to commercial break, we got one more of these. I'm your Huckleberry. It's from our buddy Bo Walker that asked me if me and and brother Aaron are going to be best friends and do ayahuasca in the garage. I don't know if that's legal in this state, so I'm I can't definitively say yes. So I'm going to replace ayahuasca with karate. Maybe we hop on a plane and I take a spiritual journey. Who knows? I was on uh, First News on, on 570 this morning with News Gnome Mark Starling, and I didn't know that he didn't know what a darkness retreat was. So we rambled on for 10 minutes about how rich people dig holes in the ground to go meditate and find their center. He had some, some rather humorous uh, musings on that. You are in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. Siren Song of the Sea beckons with a bounteous treasure and a desire that must be fulfilled. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. It's that time in the sportsocracy where we give you the most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. And today's comes to us from the lovely state of Arkansas. Ooh, that's a rare state in this here in this here segment. That's right. Segment. That's right. Uh, just uh, you know, the second cousin to Florida, first cousin to Mississippi. Arkansas gives us this gem out of Summit, Arkansas. I'm just going to read it to you as it came from the Arkansas Game and Fish Organization or whatever. Uh, Fish and Wildlife, basically. Um, So Bridget 
Watkins, 43 years old of Summit, Arkansas, who allegedly took fawns into her home. Fawns. Fawns. You know what fawns are. Baby deer. She oh, raised... I was confusing that with prawns. I thought you were about to tell a story about shrimp. No, no. Fawns. Fawns. Doe, a deer, a female deer. Yes. Uh, took fawns into her home and raised the deer. Had ill intentions because she is an animal rights activist, I guess is the best way that you could put best category you could put her into uh, okay because I'm she was training the deer she wanted to train the deer not to you know just eat certain herbs or whatever no she wanted to train them to attack hunters okay so you're training attack deer how do you get deer to do what you want them to do i um i, I don't know that i'm the best person to ask this question well apparently watkins tried meth because of course you do of course you do it is shocking how often our stories overlap and we don't talk about <laughs> you've heard of cocaine bear you've heard of the uh the upcoming sequel meth gator meth gator now we have meth deer stop feeding crimes to animals uh she was of course arrested uh she was in possession of several grams of meth four deer and many stolen, broken electronics. Says attention was drawn to Watkins when she began giving meth to the young deer and they were caught rummaging through people's garages and back porches. So, you you know, you talk about people doing drugs, they do crimes. Apparently not just humans that do that. You give deer meth. And they will also go rummaging through other people's things. We learned that from Cocaine Bear. Says a homeowner followed one of the deer back to Watkins' residence. And then, in an attempt to recover his property that had been stolen. So I don't know if the deer stole the property or she stole it and the deer just went back. I don't know. He said he found himself face-to-face with Watkins wearing only. And that's always a bad sign. When you get to the story of wearing only a duct tape bikini, and she was disassembling his clock radio, which it does not give the age Who in of the, the world homeowner. still has a clock radio? It doesn't give the age of the homeowner. He's at least 80. I, I, He's we either, all have a phone. He either himself is 80, or this was an heirloom handed down to him by his grandfather, because it is one of those one of those that your grandfather like if you're 40 years old or a little older if you're in the Gen X era everybody had these the wood paneling on the top and the bright digital display with the turn knob for the radio on it that's what she was disassembling in only a duct tape bikini in the privacy quote unquote of her own garage all the while trying to train four deer to attack hunters high on meth not the meth not the hunters the deer one nation underground with uh what uh with what undeniably is the comment of the day one nation underground meth deer will talk your ear off and steal all the copper out of your house (laughs) my story also uh, about uh, a, a, a that same recreational narcotic, and it mm. comes from Riverside County. Don't do math. California. Police 
Sheriff's office sets up a sting operation. Undercover narcotics officers, they had identified some traffickers. They went to meet the suspect around 4 p.m., and this was last Wednesday. So they set up the sting. All the things are in place. They have their undercovers. It's all hunky-dunky. And they are going to sell these, these suspects 60 pounds of methamphetamine in the sting operation. Well, they, uh, I did not know this. Apparently in the state of California, they don't just have to purchase the narcotics. They also have to drive away with the narcotics. Or this was just a really, really inefficient sting because they sell the drugs to the, to the suspect. Suspect gets in his car and drives away. He then fails to yield at a red light and a pursuit was initiated. And this is direct quote from the, the sheriff's department due to the high speeds and suspects disregard for public safety. Deputies lost sight of the vehicle. Let me get this straight. So you set up a bust with 60 pounds of repossessed methamphetamine. You then allow the suspects to drive away with it. And then you lost them. They are now asking the public for help in finding the suspects because six days later, they have no idea where they went. (laughs) I don't know who did more crimes here. I feel like this is not that hard. I mean, I look, I understand. Very difficult job. I get it. Did you have to let them get back in the car? When the money exchanged hands, is that not enough? Or is California just the wild, wild west where we've got to let them do all the things? Do you know how much methamphetamine has been seized in the state of California in the fiscal year of 2023? Two tons. Uh, hold on, do math. Oh, yeah, you missed that by a lot. 75,600 pounds. Yikes. One of the seizures was over 40,000 pounds. Don't do drugs. They taught us this when we were children. No, it's bad. It's bad. It's crimes. Drugs are bad. Stop doing them. Okay. Drugs are bad. It is the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is draft week. There are other sports going on too, but. Nobody really cares, right? I mean, the NBA playoffs, if you're a fan of a certain team, if you're a fan of Jeremy's 2023 NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. Series should end tonight. Could be excited about that. Series coming to an end tonight with a 3-1 lead. You've already said, Jeremy, and it's uh, picks of the night that all of the series will be ending tonight. You feel very confident in that, do you? Oh, I do. I think all three of these series are going to end tonight. Yeah, two of them in quite aggressive fashion. Uh, I think the Clippers are the only one that can keep it close. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, and I said this in green on green, I, I genuinely feel like that might be the most disrespectful number I've ever seen in, in, in an NBA game in my life. Was it 12? 12 and a half. When I pulled it this morning, I, and I expected to see two big numbers. Don't get me wrong. But then I saw that Atlanta and Minnesota and the Clippers were catching the same number. And I went, yep, I'm, I'm going to have a piece of that. And I don't care if Kawhi Leonard plays or not. 
I'm a, by the way, I'm officially to the point of Kawhi Leonard should be on that Kyrie Irving list of uh, stars that just drive me absolutely crazy. Just absolutely bonkers. I can't deal with it anymore. I don't care how good he is in the four games he plays a year. Just tap. Be done with it. Right. He is a disaster. And if even half of what I've been of what I've heard about him is true, I'm good. You're mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving level toxic to mm-hmm. me. There's certain players that fall into that scenario. We we talk about them all the time, or not all the time, but every time basketball comes up, it seems to rotate around one of these quote unquote distraction players. Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving. You say Kawhi Leonard's now in that in that realm. Oh, no doubt. I'm going Anthony Davis. I'll add him. Oof. He's like a, Anthony Davis is like a Sasquatch. I, I continuously get told how great he is, but I never see it. Mm-hmm. Ever. I've I've seen him have one good sustained run, and that was after he got six months rest in the middle of a season. Yeah, was in the bubble. That's the only yeah. time he's really lived up to the hype. Right. But we're not here to talk basketball. We're here to talk NFL draft because we will be covering the NFL draft live every pick. All three days, live for the first two nights, Thursday and Friday night at 51 North Merriman Avenue. You are cordially invited to join us. And who knows? We may give you a spot on the show. You never know. Just come on by, have some drinks with us, enjoy the show. And, of course, if you cannot, you know, if you absolutely cannot make it, you got a, you know, lame work Friday morning or something, then you can still stream us on the YouTube stream. Uh, go to the sportsocracy.com. Click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Last year, you had the banger of all bangers. Javon Walker. Trayvon Walker. Or Trayvon Walker going number one overall. Is there another one? Is there one for this year? Oh, not to uh, not to that level. No, not to that level, obviously. But I'm saying, is there like a favorite pick for you? Mm. As close as you could get to bet your house, player with team. I, I mean, like I've Bryce. said, I, I feel really good about the top six. Now, the order of two and three is is certainly debatable. Depends on who you believe. But now, once you get past that, uh, I really wish I could find a way to wager what team drafts Darnell Washington. Because if it's not the Green Bay Packers, I swear to you, I, I've that'll be the first pick that I think I've ever had in every mock draft, and I got it wrong. Lock that in at 42. Uh, Jameer Gibbs to the Buffalo Bills. That's another one I feel really good about. Even after they went out and got Damian Harris. Don't care. Damian Harris can't play dead in the Cowboy movie. And they just fall into it. Buffalo is one of those teams that just falls into a, you're in a gap. You're either going to take a player that the value is there for where you pick, or you're going to reach on something you need. Uh, at One Nation Underground, uh, asked my thoughts on Kalijah Kansi. Uh, that's another one. I'd be r- pretty aggressively willing to wager that he winds up with the New Orleans Saints at the back end of the first round. Mm-hmm. You're just hearing they really and they're really in love with his style of play. They're they're really committed to getting a defensive tackle, and I just can't figure out how it's anybody else. I mean, if he's off the board, I feel like you have to go somewhere else because there's not another one mm-hmm. like Brian Breeze. Uh, uh, oh. Okay, I mean that's that's lofty for me based off the uh, based off the tape. 
So, and, and B. John Robinson with the Falcons is is I, I'm getting to the point where that's pretty safe. Short Philadelphia and the Raiders make a deal, uh, and Darnell Wright with the Bears. Mm-hmm. I don't really know where that came from, but I've heard it a thousand times in the last week. So that could be the pick at nine. I think that is the pick at nine. Oh, they're already locked in. As well, and, and it's it's kind of what I was talking about earlier is that you hear these things over the course of a month. They don't make a ton of sense. I was told Darnell Wright was going in the top 15 from a very reliable source. Uh, well, there's not a team that makes any sense there. Unless he's going just way higher than I thought, and then the Bears make a ton of sense. And he's gotten hot with him in the last, I don't know, handful of days. Mm-hmm. And it could be one that I'm getting Mac Jones all over again. If you remember, I was dead sold on Trey Lance until the day of the draft, and I audible, which is you did. So that's why the mock draft is done. There will be no, be no revisions unless there's a trade. You say this every time you talk about a DFS lineup. Don't tinker. Don't tinker. It's bad. Don't bad tinker. Idea. Came back to bite you, and you won't get caught by that again. That's that's what we call learning. Uh, Jonathan Welch in our YouTube comment said he still wants the worst pick each team could make. I, I feel like we could do that tomorrow as the well. Worst pick. That could be fun. Just a, a this is as bad as we did the A plus mock draft. Now we'll do the uh, oh yeah. oh my Carolina Panthers Stetson Bennett. Let's go, Anthony Richardson, <laughs> Will Levis, any quarterback not named Bryce hey. Young. I had I had somebody ask me today, when do you think Stetson Bennett's going to go in this draft? I had sixth round at best. I'll I will I'll make a prop bet. I will wager Tank is unintelligible by the time Stetson Bennett goes. At this point, we're putting up captions that just have question marks. Like, <laughs> I don't really know what he just Or said. I'm just standing in the back going, at this point, what difference does it make? Can you please just end the suffering? Yeah, he gets to that point like the fifth round. I do. I do. I think this year, Brian Haynes and I are each going to equip ourselves with uh, with squirt bottles like you would use to keep a cat off the furniture, and we're just going to squirt you with them every time you do that. Mm-hmm. No, we're not done yet. We're having fun. This is fun. It is, and I'll hang in with you there, and I will uh, go, hey, we've got five more picks. Here they are, because they all go so fast that you can't say them live. Here's the last five picks. Jeremy, take it away. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. We're going to be done with this. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. And yes, you can be live with us Thursday and Friday night, 51 North Merriman Avenue at the Village Porch. We will be streaming every pick live on YouTube. Our communities are filled with wonderful people who make living here great. At Home Trust Bank, we're proud of that. And that's why we focus on helping homeowners prepare for what's next. Our local mortgage bankers have the experience you need and exceptional personal service you'll appreciate. Home Trust Bank is ready to help make a house your home when it's time to buy. Visit your local Home Trust branch or go to htb.com forward slash mortgage. The siren song of the sea beckons with a bounteous treasure and a desire that must be fulfilled. Here's your seafood order, Mr. Willems. Well, did you get me a wild sashimi tuna? Yes, sir. And my Charleston crab cake, bourbon salmon, and wild mahi-mahi with mango salsa? It's all in the bag. At Ingles, our extensive seafood department offers a huge variety from your local catch to flavors from around the world. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Here! Every Friday.
Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. All right, I, it's been decided. So tomorrow we will do full worst pick mock draft. Oh, that could be fun. Uh, it has to be realistic, so it has to be guys they've either met with or been tied to. Right. This is a, It can't be Carolina Panthers take Stetson Bennett one. And I'll give you a hint. Uh, quarterbacks go real early. Real, real early. Uh, do, at this point, does C.J. Stroud become the worst decision somebody could make? That's what I'm more interested in. Because now with the leaked S2 score, which more and more outlets are now picking up and pushing out as breaking news. We told you that, what, a week ago? Mm-hmm. Um, but I also anyway. love that they're trying to say, oh, that's not true. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm going to disagree for the square. Yeah, I don't think a story becomes more untrue when more and more national media outlets start reporting it. Now you got to be careful with that because people pick up stupid things like Derrick Henry getting traded to the Philadelphia Eagles because Akbar Bajamiyamila has the same agent. Okay. Is he getting the inside scoop on all of the I do love that the Titans had to come out and go, we've gotten no calls on Derrick Henry. No kidding. No. He's an expensive running back. And they're sitting at 10 with the ability to take B. John Robinson. Now, if they miss on him, then that could become realistic. I'm not real sure how you're going to make the salary cap work, mm-hmm. but we've said many times that the numbers are made up and the cap doesn't matter. Exactly. You'll figure out a way to make it work when you're chasing down a ring. You're all in it for the, for, for the trophy. You'll do whatever it takes, like trading, like overpaying for Aaron Rodgers. I, just, I don't care if we overpaid or not. You shouldn't. My my number eight jersey is en route to me. So, oh, you're getting one. No doubt. Nice. Yeah. Nice. This will be the first player jersey you've had since Mark Sanchez. That was the last active mm-hmm. Jets player jersey you had. Well, I went through a really bad run where every player whose jersey I bought wasn't on the roster twelve months later, and <laughs> Fanatics didn't that have that. Hey, you can trade it in for a player that's actually on your team. I was gonna say, what are you? What are you a Jaguars fan? Uh, it was. It, I went through a bad run there, like a real, real bad run. Better or worse than my Cadillac Williams purchase? He was at least around for a minute. I hated Mark Sanchez within I don't know six months. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Join us tomorrow as we continue the countdown to the NFL draft. We'll do worst possible mock draft or worst possible picks in tomorrow's mock draft. Plus, multi-platinum country artist Brett Young joins us on the program. We will see you then. Three o'clock ESPN Asheville.